0: Haven't heard of Time for Learning yet? Well, here's everything you need to know. Time for Learning is a comprehensive online curriculum for pre-K through 12th grade that is perfect for homeschooling. So much so that it is one of Kathy Duffy's 102 top picks. Time for Learning is student-paced and features adjustable grade levels, automated grading, and over 4,000 lessons and activities that are fun and engaging across all subjects. Time for Learning makes life easier for parents by providing customized reports, detailed lesson plans, and an activity planner that lets you choose the lessons you want your child to be learning. You can start, stop, or pause your membership at any time, and there's even a 14-day money-back guarantee. There's really nothing to lose. Give it a try today by visiting timeforlearning.com slash ultimate homeschool and see for yourself why Time for Learning is the best homeschooling decision you'll ever make. Again, visit timeforlearning.com slash ultimate homeschool today.
1: This is Homeschooling in Real Life.
0: Welcome to
1: the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Join your hosts as they
0: dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention
1: veteran homeschooling parents Andy and Kendra Fletcher use humor, honesty, and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life. All right, we made it to episode 108. This is Fletch.
0: <laughs> this is Kendra. That number mean anything to you? Not at all. I, you're saying it like it's supposed to have some. Yeah.
1: It's deep... the combination of all the lost numbers.
0: Oh, 108 right. was used over
1: and over and over in the series.
0: Okay, folks, I got, what did I get? One, um, what's it called?
1: Two seasons? You got two <laughs> seasons in.
0: I got two seasons in, and then I was like, I'm lost. I get it.
1: Best television show. I did get it, but best television <laughs> show ever on for television you.
0: for a lot of people for a lot of people it was a phenomenon yes. i i'm with you i wasn't so. with you i mean yes i get it people love that show
1: the lost hey, numbers were 108 maybe when you that's them. what
0: we need to find out how many losty fans on homeschooling in real life and how many non lost you know it's gonna line
1: up with the coffee thing everybody that likes coffee probably liked lost and the tea drinkers are <laughs> oh,
0: you think busy so, huh?
1: watching downton abbey or yes, something yes sir yeah <laughs> That's exact. Right. And the tea drinkers don't like dogs. Actually, And my, the tea drinkers... That's,
0: that's dumb. My, I'm not going to like cats. Okay, so my favorite show right now that I'm enjoying is Doc Martin. Oh. So I'm putting that out there for our listeners who oh. might say, oh my goodness, I love Doc Martin. So it's like a British
1: east, come join version
0: me. of house on some sort of a quaint British version Yeah. House. So if
1: we end up going down this path, we're going to get in a lot of trouble because we're going to find out how many shows I actually enjoy I know. that they will they will deem homeschool inappropriate. So let's just keep moving. Okay. All right. So episode 108. What
0: is homeschool appropriate?
1: I don't... Th- things that people complain about. I don't know. If they have that. That's a term I think people use. I don't know. <laughs> I, make, <laughs> I think it's a term. We're talking about homeschooling multiple ages on this episode. Uh, and I like this one because this is one where a, a listener wrote in and said... <laughs> Hey, you know, Kendra talks about circle time. like that's what she's known for. And Fletch is like, "What do you do? What do you call it? So yeah, we're talking about something that apparently I know nothing about that we've done since day one.
0: No, what I thought was funny is that way back at the beginning of my blogging career um, on preschoolers and peace, I started talking about this thing called we called Circle Time, um which we'll get into depth more in depth here about this. And so I wrote a book. You can purchase it on Amazon. And you said, What's the name of that book again? <laughs> and the listener was like, Ah, uh, hello. How do you not know the name of her book? It's pretty funny. <laughs> no, it's great.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of things about Kendra I don't know. I just wanna let people know. She does a lot of things on her own, like out in her little I have secret quiet
0: books land. on Amazon. <laughs>
1: in Her introvert world. Yeah, she exactly. has thoughts and stuff. I live out loud, super out loud, big clanging pots out loud so before we get there let's uh what's going on anything this week this this episode will be coming out you know we bulk record Uh, some people maybe don't know this but this one's gonna come out the day after father's day so thank you so much for what you did for me Welcome. it was such a good celebration i know they honored me they it was like a day of reverence for fletch yeah she asked me every year what do you want to do and i always go hang out with the kids Make a barbecue. Stuff Your like
0: dream that. Father's Day is much better than the reality is going sure. to be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else? We're still living the, su- the 70s summer. If you don't know what uh, that is, you need to look it up online because it's like slip and slides and icies. And, you know, in, uh, does everybody have Slurpees? Hey, yeah, 7-Eleven's worldwide, right? Speaking of the or slip and slide nationwide.
0: thing, you showed me that one. I'm sure everybody else has seen it, but I hadn't, which was the uh, baseball oh, yeah. slip, slip and slide, and slide kickball. Yeah, so on the bases are kiddie pools yeah. that you jump into yeah. to get. Oh man, we're totally doing this. That's too.
1: an adult version one where they drink as well, yeah, but-, but we're just gonna do the kids version <laughs> oh where kids goodness. can like slide and you put like water. But I would do it where you have soap, like you use Dawn liquid detergent down the slip and slides, oh, and they wouldn't. Okay. They get clean.
0: So when we do this, I think this, you know, this is going to be its own episode or something.
1: Or we'll post a video or something. Yep. Um, Are you doing anything
0: exciting right now in life? Is there anything going on with you? Crickets. Crickets. Um, Yeah, actually, we're at the very end of all the process it takes to get a book out there. Um, And so, yeah, my book's being published in the spring. So we're wrapping it all up. We've got covers and...
1: You are getting ready for a huge trip down to San Diego as well, because as a homeschool mom, what she loves to do is go away mm-hmm. and take the two littlest kids with her.
0: You are so funny. Yeah. So. Now, I have a friend from high school who um, has a beautiful home in San Diego, and I've this is, will be the second year in a row I get to go house-sit it for her um, as they her family travels somewhere wonderful, I'm sure. And I'm going to take the little boys with me. We're going to enjoy her pool. And her hot
1: tub. And all of (laughs) San Diego. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's gorgeous. So, all right. Well, we don't have a lot of fluff time this week. We just want to get into the episode. We have some good stuff coming up. So let's take a break. We'll be right back. So, if you are a friend of homeschooling in real life on Facebook. We posted a video from Hawaii a few weeks back. And one of the things we said was make sure that you're making time for your marriage. Now I've had this romantic idea that you and I would wake up in the morning, we'd read scripture, I would drink coffee and you would drink tea and we would just enjoy the morning together. <sighs> Never, ever happens. <laughs> a, because I get up before the sunrise right? and you love to see just this side of noon mm-hmm. if you could. Pretty much, yep. um, So, but if we were going to drink coffee and tea, where would we get it from?
0: Caroline's Coffee, of course. How's that
1: for an intro? Did you like that? That was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, Caroline's Coffee is a sponsor of this show. They provide coffee for us, and I drink it every week, and I tell you about it. So this week, I have a bag of... Are you ready for this, Kendra? Yeah, go for it. Costa Rican Andres Chalino.
0: Ooh, I like the sound of that. It sounds so
1: good. I brewed up a cup the other day, um, almost like caramel flavor, and you will love this coffee Costa Rican Andres Chilino. Remember, carolinescoffee.com. Use the code HIRL at checkout and get 10% off. Uh, And it's just another way that you can support this show. You need to do this, people. Thanks so much.
0: Fletch, when we began homeschooling, I had a four year old and a two year old and a newborn, and uh, had to figure this out. Like, how do we homeschool uh, an oldest child who was starting kindergarten and needed to learn to read? And then I had this busy, busy, busy toddler and a newborn baby. So, that really is the impetus for. So many things that um, God has allowed me to do in terms of ministering to other homeschooling moms, the Preschoolers in Peace blog, the Circle Time book. Because as we've had to figure it out in our own home, I can turn around and say, hey, I've walked this road, you know. Let me give you some tips and throw out some, just a lifeline, I think, along the way.
1: Yeah. And if you're a brand new listener, when we say walk the road, our oldest is 23. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hayden is 23. Everybody's heard about him. Um, he graduated a few years ago. And so we had an entire, from kindergarten through high school graduation, homeschooler in our home. And then seven brothers and sisters behind him. Yeah. So when we talk about walking the road, we didn't just figure this out last year. This no. is not a lot of these resources aren't brand new. Uh, no. You've been doing the one room schoolhouse idea you know, mm-hmm. for a long you know, time. A lot of people picture from uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder on TV.
0: Well, that's way more organized.
1: But a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. But a lot of people think that they think yeah. like, how do you school everybody right at the same time? But that's what we're talking about. Yeah. So um, we, when, I think what we're doing is throwing down our creds. Like like we are credible homeschoolers because we've done this for so long. Like a lot of you have done this for so long. So when we're talking about homeschooling multiple ages, where do we start, Kench?
0: Well, I think right away you guys have got to know that if you don't have kids under your control, it's not going to work. So you've really got to spend those early years and that time establishing your authority um, in their lives. And that doesn't mean, you know... Everybody to- toes the line and it's a well oiled machine, and you know, all that certainly stuff. means
1: you can't deal with chaos.
0: You can't deal with chaos. You've really got to get um, that oldest child knowing that when you say, Hey, it's time to sit down and work on math, even if that child's complaining, because I'll tell you, most of them will, <laughs> but that child is going to sit down and obey you. So uh, that's right where we need to begin. Um, and I would just encourage you. If you don't know how to do that, find someone who can help you. Um, a, there's you know, lots of great parenting books out there that can give you some tools and tips on how to how to train a kid to hear your voice and recognize you as their shepherd and their leader.
1: It sounds like homeschooling is not for weaklings.
0: It's not. It's really not.
1: Because it's more than just reading books and stuff. You you need some authority. You like do. a teacher needs to establish that they'll say the first couple weeks are just I'm the teacher, you're the students, these are the class rules, right? That's right.
0: That's right. And so part of that is going to be establishing some sort of a schedule or a flow chart of the way the day has to go. And look, what mom says goes, goes. Now, obviously, there's going to be a dirty diaper in there. <laughs> you know, There's going to be a child who wakes up throwing up. There's going to be any number of things that gets thrown into there. And oh. I always...
1: Yeah, the mothers and mother-in-laws that show up in the middle of the oh, school yeah. day?
0: Well, yeah. Because again, I say this,
1: you don't show up in the middle of a public school teacher's classroom and say, hey, uh, I meant to ask <laughs> you about dinner plans tonight. Right,
0: right. And they're like, I'm teaching um, but I'll stop for you. Exactly. Sorry. And then have to get everybody back on track and yeah, yeah I know we so, have readers, or listeners who are groaning because yeah. that's been their experience. <laughs> Is
1: this kind of the idea of having a plan then? Like having an actual plan?
0: Absolutely. So listen up. You've got to have some sort of a backbone, some sort of a schedule, like I said, a flow chart that's what works really a little better in our home is a general okay guys after breakfast we're going to get our chores done after we get chores done we're going to sit down together and do our circle time which i'll talk about a little bit later um okay after that you're going to start math you're going to read with mommy you're going to you know play in the play yard whatever that is for you you've got to have a plan and the dirty diapers diapers will happen You know, the throwing up kid will happen. Um, Well, I had a dog throw up in the school room one time. That was a lovely mess to clean up. You know, I mean, like life happens. Um, Those things will happen. But if you've got something to fall back on or something that is your backbone... Yeah. Every single day, um, you're you're going to find far more success than if you just try to do it by the seat of your pants.
1: Seems to me I can remember days, you know, when we were using spreadsheets for all this. Like yes. you would send me these multicolored spreadsheets, and it was beautiful. like beautiful. This is Kendra's love language. Her love language is <laughs> it's, organization. It's, like yeah. every kid had a column, and there were times where like, and maybe you're going to get into this, but like, hey, big kids. Um, mom's going to be working with this one, so I need you to be with this kid.
0: Yeah, we did quite a lot of that. Um, And you know our philosophy has never been with a big family that older kids need to parent or we've never done the pairing up thing. We've never, I've just felt very, very strongly that I'm the mom. Yeah. You're the dad. We chose to have these children. We, you know, we are the ones God has placed over them and I don't need my 12 year old to parent. I don't want yeah. them to parent and have that burden.
1: And part of that is we've seen a lot of bitterness from kids that graduate and oh, get out yeah. and they say, you know what? I'm not doing, yeah. I'm not I raised doing family. Siblings, yeah. I'm
0: not doing it again. Yeah, absolutely. And so that was just a a real mindset for us of saying we don't want to put that on our kids on the other hand that's a beautiful way for um older kids to learn to help out in a family and so i mean i it's it's been fun to see older kids like you know put a little one in a stroller and go take a walk around the property you know or yeah. spend time with them playing legos or come or read you, with me yeah all that, those that things that happens yeah. now and and you know fletch here's the fun thing all these years later Last night, our 23-year-old and our 15-year-old, a son and a daughter, were texting each other trying to figure out the best time that they could go see uh, the Broadway show Hamilton together (laughs) and you know how to pool their money and get the best seats they could for the money they had. This is a 23 year old guy and his 15 year old sister. They have a common thing they love. They grew up, you know, he grew up pushing her in a stroller, playing with her, reading to her. And so we've watched really great relationships develop um, during those times as well. So don't be afraid to do that.
1: So you have backbone, you have an organization. What is the next step?
0: Well, I think the next step really is to figure out what you can do with your little ones awake, right? Because there are these hours of the day that wandering toddlers and babies are awake. And so it's really hard to get stuff done. So what can you do while they're awake? And this is going to look different in every home. It's going to look different in different seasons. Um, but that, that would be the next step.
1: Can I ask us a quick question then? Because I want to break this in. It's different every season. I've seen you make grand plans mm-hmm. for the school year, mm-hmm. and the next week it's all been canned, and you're going to try something new.
0: Oh, next week is generous. I mean, yeah. I, when our uh, sixth child was born the week before Christmas, um, that child right above her, you remember, was like a bowl in a china shop. Yeah. you know, this was. <laughs> she just
1: did her new Twitter. Did you see it?
0: No. <laughs>
1: her Twitter handle is at. CJ the blender. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it.
0: Right. We used to call her the blender with the lid off, which is like yeah. Jerry Seinfeld joke about toddlers. It was,
1: <laughs> I'm so jazzed that that's what she chose as her Twitter handle.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. So she, she was, she was a blender with the lid off that kid. She would, you know, we'd be doing our little time together in the morning and she would smack her head on the coffee table. And then there goes 20 minutes cause she's yeah. crying right. and screaming. And so that idea know. that
1: it's going to change, like you need to be fluid.
0: Yeah. So after Christmas, I remember thinking we've got to to have this schedule. we got to get school back on track. I've got a newborn. I've got a blender with the lid off. And so I made this schedule. And Fletch, I think we got an hour into the day and I had to, I was like, that's not going to work. <laughs> not gonna work. Yeah. Um, and we changed things and we changed things. And that was actually the the year that I went to homeschooling kids mostly in the afternoon while the little ones were asleep.
1: Okay. So you're going to get this kind of layout. Like, hey, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to go in with eyes wide open and try it. Yeah. Um, and and it's gonna look different for the for your girlfriends who right. also had eight That's kids. Right. Like hey, it's gonna look different in your family than mine. So but you do want to encourage one another, so what are some of the basics, maybe?
0: Well, absolutely, and here's one of my favorite stories, is our close friends at the time also had eight kids and homeschooling them. They were our best friends, and we just do so much together, so much alike. Kids are the same ages, except for the fact that Lisa said, I want to have everybody's schoolwork done with the big kids before the little ones get up in the morning. Well, you know what that means. So For she
1: was, you, it's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> well, she was also getting her kids up at 4.35 in the morning, to get schoolwork done. And I hope some of our listeners are absolutely groaning because anytime I tell this story when I'm doing a workshop, people are like, are you kidding me? And that was my response too. I I was like... There's no way I'm going to do that. But she loved it. I mean, they would get up, they'd get all schoolwork done, and by 7 a.m., they were done with the bulk of the stuff they had to do together. Little kids got up, they went along with their day. You know, older kids could do some independent work, but by and large, they were done with their school day by Mm -hmm. like 11 a.m. I'm just getting started. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that was the year I went to afternoon schooling. We're still doing school at 4.35 p.m. She thought that was dreadful. So you know, here we were living sort of parallel lives. And yet what worked for her was very different than what worked for me. And that's okay. You guys do that thing that works for you.
1: Hey, you know what? Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more ideas and suggestions. This has been great so far.
0: I got troubles, though, but not today. they they're going to wash away. They're going to wash away.
1: Hey, this is Fletch, and we are having a great summer here in the Fletcher House, and we hope you are in the middle of a great homeschool break and enjoying just all the things summer has to offer—from barbecues to swim parties to beach trips to lake trips to whatever it is your family uh, does to enjoy the summer. You know, we are continuing to bring you the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast each and every week through the middle of this summer, and we just want to remind you, our friends, that if you would like to partner with us, head on over to patreoncom homeschoolingirl and we would love for you to sponsor this show so that we could free ourselves from advertisers and just bring you the Pure Homeschooling in Real Life podcast that you love. Again, you can sponsor us for a little as a dollar a month or as much as you want. So head on over, patreon.com slash You can learn all about sponsorships there, and we would love for you to join us. Thanks so much. Have a great summer. All right, this is episode 108 of the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. We're talking about homeschooling multiple ages. Let's bury the scheduling idea. Let's move on to actual brass tacks ideas.
0: Okay, so let's talk a little bit about ways to keep little people busy when they are awake, okay? One of those is to structure your day so that you can include them. And that was how circle time really began for us. I realized that I didn't want to sit there and say, you guys go keep busy, we're doing school. You guys go watch a video, we're doing school. Go on, go find something to do. I really wanted them to be part of what we were doing. So how does that even work, right? Um, And so I, I just began to think about all the things we weren't getting to. We weren't getting to scripture memory. We weren't getting to memorizing things or poetry or writing letters to missionaries or thank you notes to grandparents or whatever it was. Like All these little things that I I thought were so wonderful about being able to homeschool, we weren't getting to them because we were doing the academic stuff. And so I realized that if I pulled everybody together... And had a group teaching time that we could get a lot of those wonderful things done together, and it wouldn't matter so much if little ones were interrupting; they could be part of it. And that's how circle time began for us. Now I have—it's kind of become this thing um, around the, the interwebs called morning basket or morning time. It's the same thing, folks. Um, and I'm going to just stick my neck out here and say I was doing this ten years ago, calling it circle time. I don't care what you call it or who you're reading, you know, or what whoever's giving you ideas. Do that. It's such a great way to homeschool. So we'd gather those little ones in. I'd give, you know, crayons they wouldn't eat and paper to the little people. And um, we'd work on things. We'd pray together. We did the entire book of John one time where we would, all those of us who could read would, would, Go back and forth reading off the passages, and the kids would all illustrate what was going on in the story at, at the time, you know, or what was going on in the book at the time. And by the time we were done with that whole entire book of John, we did it again for the book of Acts, and they had these great, like, illustrated. A book of Acts, you know, that they had done. And they were so fun for us all to go back and look at. And the little ones participated.
1: So this was, you know, pretty much right after breakfast? You would just kind of pull everybody together?
0: Hey, captive audience. And this is another one, Fletch, where it really depends on your kids, what season you're in, what ages. Because I'll tell you, when our three girls were the youngest in that group, circle times lasted an hour to two hours. When our last two little boys were born... 14 months apart, Um, circle time was uh, literally five minutes. I mean, five minutes. It was, you know, hey, guys, let's pray together. Let's pray for our day together. Let me read you one verse, and ba-doom, we are out of there. You know, little boys were... (laughs) Yeah, I think we're busy, done. Busy
1: little guys, busy guys and still yeah. are busy guys. Matter of fact, as we're recording this, I have been watching behind my wife's head our nine-year-old zoom by on his bicycle. He's doing laps around our house. <laughs> he's got a backpack on. It's some sort of an adventure bike that he's Excellent. doing. Excellent. Fan loaded with energy. Yes. So, um, all right. So we have that's one idea of keeping people busy. Do you have another one?
0: Oh yeah, lots of lots of ideas out there, and you can search Pinterest for ways to keep preschoolers busy. I have a whole post on this with all kinds of. ideas ideas on the Preschoolers and Peace website. I'll link to that in our show notes on ways to keep little ones busy. But let me just throw some out there and you know feel free to throw some in that you remember yeah. that we've done with little ones and even our special needs little guy who is like a perpetual preschooler in our home. You know, obvious would be short videos that last 20, 30 minutes. Go for the stuff that makes you feel like they're getting something out of it. You know, signing time, the leapfrog videos, some things like that. Um, We've had table play times where, you know, I love the table because you can strap them into a high chair or a booster seat and give them wiki sticks, which are those little, like, uh, you know, waxed yarn, yarn, the benderos or the wiki sticks. Um, Lori puzzles are those foam piece puzzles that, Mm -hmm. you know, they just snap them into place real easily. I love the Lori company um, because they replace missing pieces, so if your home is like ours and those things go missing, <laughs> they'll replace them for you. you know, coloring books, lacing cards, weaving looms, all of those things while strapped in at the table so that's one way to do that. um you can divide toys into days. We we did that right away from the get go when I was homeschooling that four year old. The two year old had a little list. On Monday he played with the Duplo. On Tuesday he played with the trains, you know, things like that. So then right. they, the, that train it's something set to look is forward exciting. to. Yeah, yeah it's, it's exciting. Wasn't the same Next thing, thing every day. Sure. Right. Counting and sorting things into muffin tins, um, filling the sink with water and bubbles, and letting them, you know, quote unquote, wash things. Be prepared for a wet mess, but that keeps them quite busy, and you actually might. Get some things washed. <laughs> I can remember process. my
1: mom sending me throughout the house on errands and she would pay me a penny per thing. Oh yeah. Awesome. So go collect socks yeah. throughout the house. Go collect you can't
0: in- get them out of drawers though, right? Like
1: No, no, and there's the other one. I remember, well I do actually remember her doing this. Now we don't maybe there's some families that still do that, but my mom always wanted hangers. Oh yeah. For when she was done ironing. Sure. So she would say, Go throughout the house, I'll give you a penny per hang- per hanger. And, you know, there were times I'd like take shirts off hangers and drop them <laughs> on the floor and be like, here's an extra dime. Right. But, you know, that was at a time, and I'm, I'm not using that number, but that was at a time where you could, I could walk down the street to the store and, and really get a pack of gum for 15 cents. Sure. So, Maybe
0: up the ante. Yeah,
1: up the ante and do a something like per. that. But <laughs> I can remember doing paid, small paid chores like that. Sure. Um, or, you know, hey, your job is to water every plant outside in a pot, and I'll yeah. give you a nickel per plant. And I'd go out there and water, 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 and flood, 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 but yeah, it was done.
0: And you know what? Those little chores, Fletch, as you and I have learned, when kids grow up in a household where they know chores are part of the deal, they're less likely to buck them when they're older. Now, that doesn't mean our teens are like, yeah, give me my chart. I'm ready to go. But it does mean they're used to working. They're used to being in an environment where they're expected to participate You know, in the how the household runs. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Many, many more ideas on Preschoolers in Peace if you're looking for those. All right,
1: so if you think we're just handing out ideas on preschoolers, what about high schoolers?
0: Yeah, I think this is where we get nervous. And I will tell you, we we, uh, graduated our first two entirely privately from our homeschool. Now, our third son... graduated from a hybrid homeschool program that was a charter. Um, I know that's a bad word for a lot of homeschoolers. Well, it's funny
1: enough, we're going to be talking about charter schools in just a little while. We're going to have a whole episode dedicated to it. So if that was a funny word to you, keep listening.
0: Yeah, we'll get there. Um, But our first two, we homeschooled entirely privately. Uh, We used Classical Conversations. We used the Biola Tori Academy, which is an online um, homeschool high school program through Biola University. There are others, many others. Patrick
1: Henry. We've used Patrick Henry's. Yep.
0: Right, Patrick Henry College Online has great, you know, classes that homeschoolers can take, and there's many others. I mean, there there are a lot of other resources. Just look for them uh, online. But what I want to say here about these high schoolers is that you know they require much more. They require discussion. They require uh, labs for science and you know, some other things like that. Um, this is not an episode about that, but I want to just encourage our listeners to to branch out, find those classes that can really help those high schoolers. Don't let them flounder. I mean, what, where we've seen homeschooling go bad for high school students is when mom says, here's the book, go figure it out, go learn. Yeah. Well, good luck. You know,
1: staring at a big physics (laughs) textbook going, I don't even know this. Yeah. Okay. So now we have uh, some ideas for little kids, some ideas for the big kids. We're homeschooling through these multiple ages. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think a lot of our listeners. One thing that has already stood out to me is a lot of our listeners think they have to do so much, yeah. and so you you've just taken loads of bricks off people. Like, get some help. Yeah. Find some ways to accomplish this. Right. Find some ways to do this. Um. But what what do we have to say to the mostly homeschooling moms? Um, is there this idea of like. Hey, slow down. Take a breath.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You've got to pace yourself. This is a marathon. You know, that old adage, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Stop sprinting. You're going to burn out. You're going to hit a wall so fast uh, with multiple ages and trying to juggle a high schooler, middle schooler, elementary, babies, toddlers, all that stuff. So remember, there's a long haul. What are your goals long term? You know, pace yourself. Give yourself time to breathe.
1: This reminds me of that. The woman we just had on, Lori Lane from Ardios Academies. Right. Her blog is called what?
0: The end in mind. The
1: end in mind. Yeah. Begin with the end in mind. Think of what you're trying to accomplish, and then reverse engineer that yeah. back to what works for you. Yes. And you know what? Here's the deal. Put down the dang internet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're going to be looking at. It's, we already do that with Pinterest, but homeschool moms. You know what? I've seen this. I've seen wives in tears. I've seen you in tears. Like I can't yeah. do this. Yeah. Well, guess what? You can't. You know what? You can't. I don't know what that picture was you had in your mind. (laughs) Yeah. That's not going to happen. Right. So let's go with what you want to accomplish and reverse engineer from there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then ladies, gents, pause. Give yourself a break. You know, schedule breaks. Um, Fletch is really good. We've talked about this before. You're really good at coming home and seeing like, you know... My eyes glazed over and my head spinning like you know poltergeist and and you say you guys mom's off yeah she's off give you know stop asking her questions stop I saw this funny meme on Facebook this week that said you've heard of the swear jar I have a mom jar and every time somebody says mom they put a dollar in and I I've, just today I've collected three billion dollars or something like that it was pretty funny <laughs> three you billion know?
1: and we just started the day
0: yeah exactly I mean you know like that mom 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 const mom if thing, we're like, being honest Take too. A break.
1: We've seen a lot of homeschool moms where anger is the issue. Absolutely. Like if you're getting to the point of anger yeah. every day, oh gosh, you yeah. know, you're raising Something's your wrong. kids in the spirit of anger yeah. or in an environment of anger. Yep. That's not the goal. Begin with the end healthy. in mind. Yeah. No, I mean that's the kids. Those are the homeschool kids. Who are like I am out of here.
0: Yeah, and, and we've had seen it. we've seen it. I mean, we're seeing websites dedicated to homeschool um, kids who say no way. That was the worst thing ever because they're they're with depressed, um, fear-driven, exhausted, angry moms. Exactly,
1: and that's the best way to. Because you know what? No one's going to say that. I'll say that out loud. Like mm-hmm. I've seen that. I've seen kids that are just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And you know, the, the thing about social media is you get to see the ugly. Yeah. And people speak about it. Now we're, Right. They used to not. Right. Um,
0: and can I just say, you need to drop the pride thing and realize that if somebody else on the internet is homeschooling their high schooler privately and it's beautiful and they're doing every single subject and they do labs together and they do art together and they, and they <laughs> awesome. live in a
1: gorgeous environment. Holy for
0: them. Yeah. However, if that's killing you, knock it off. Knock it off. That's healthy for nobody. And, uh, you know, pray and ask God to show you exactly what's going to be the better thing for your student and let it go. So, guess what? Homeschooling is not about you.
1: Yeah. So where does that leave us? Uh, we've talked about the fact that you can do this. Yeah. Here are some ideas. Here are some tricks for preschoolers and home, and uh, high schoolers. Yep. Um, schedule out some things. Uh, pace yourself. Uh, learn to pause. Yeah. What else?
0: And I would say at the very beginning, the one thing I missed saying at the, at the you know, right at the beginning of all of this is, you've got to be praying. I mean, you've it's got to be more than oh my gosh, Lord, help me to survive this day. (laughs) Those were a lot of my prayers. First thing in the morning, I'd be like, oh, how am I going to do this? But you know, really actually putting the the year to prayer because, um, man, if you've got this idea in your head of how things are supposed to look, I guarantee you, you will be ready to throw in the towel by October.
1: All right, now I want to swoop in here, dads. um, Here's where you play this role. Um, You need to come up with a homeschool plan with your wife. Okay. So if you're a normal married couple and you're going into the homeschool year and mom's going to do the homeschooling and dad's going to be supportive of it because he's got a job. Uh, I'm not talking about the single parent homes. I'm not talking about the homes where the mom's like, I'm going to try homeschooling. My husband doesn't want me to do this. Yeah, I'm talking about those that are, you're into it. Yeah. This is the plan. We're doing this. Uh, dads, Choose a time, I think in the summer and I think in the early summer or the springtime to plan the next year. Now, we used to do this all the time. It seems to me we'd say like, all right, here's where we're heading. Yeah. This is the curriculum we're going to use. And for us, it was super complicated because it was eight kids. So we're going to do this, 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 and this is how we're going to do it. And here's how I laid out. Hey, guys, you know your wife. Okay. And sometimes you need to speak up to these um, wives that are biting off more than they can chew and go, mm, I don't, this just doesn't. This whole thing doesn't sound right. I, yeah. It sounds like I'm going to get a tired, angry wife every night. Or it sounds like <laughs> you know right. you're, you really have great aspirations. Can we pull this back? Or on the flip side, hey, I'm seeing a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, can we add a little bit more structure to yeah. this? Uh, it sounds like you have no plan whatsoever. Yeah, and your chalk
0: art was fantastic, yeah. <laughs> but nobody knows how to read.
1: And you're yeah. going to get to December and be like, oh, we really haven't done any math yet. Right. You know, so... Um I'm not saying that's the dad's job he's not the keel of the boat but you together are the keel of the boat to keep it upright and to keep it sailing in the right direction. Did I just use a sailing reference pan? What did that come from?
0: Wow, but here's the reality, Fletch, too, of that. Even if it's not your husband, even if it's a close friend, a parent, you know, somebody who has some sort of a view into your life. As homeschooling moms, we have this tiny little myopic view. You know, we see things from the schoolroom or from the kitchen, <laughs> you know. We see what's going on um, in this, because we're in the middle of the storm. We're in the eye of the storm, so that's what we see. And so here I am saying like, oh, I think we're going to do karate this, this year. We're going to put that in there and then we're going to go do this thing. And, and you're looking at the gigantic picture from outside of the eye of the storm and you're saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, Kenj, this is what you really, like you really want to add that in? This is, And there have been so many times where you saved me from some really bad decisions because you're looking at the big picture and I'm thinking, oh, right, you're right. That, that would be a bad idea.
1: Yeah, so homeschool dads, um, open your eyes, speak up, and uh, be a part of that. Um, All right. So I think that pretty much covers what we wanted to cover in homeschooling through the ages. It
0: does. And I think that we could have, you know, I could have gone on and on and on in any one of the categories we talked about, but as an overview for homeschooling multiple ages, yeah, start there, give yourself a skeleton, make sure you're pacing yourself.
1: And if you want to get on the Googs, go over to the Preschoolers in Peace website and there's a ton more info there.
0: Oh yeah. That whole site is dedicated to homeschoolers who are trying to homeschool multiple ages. Thanks, Fletch, for talking about this with me because I know a lot of our listeners have been waiting for an a episode talking about how you do all that.
1: All right, so we said some things that were toe steppy today. Uh, we challenged homeschool dads. We told moms to mellow out. Uh, <laughs> we told them to just chill. And, you know, we actually told the possibly the unschoolers to get a plan and yep. kind of come up with something. So we could have rattled a few cages. If they want to get back to us, they can email us info at homeschoolingirl.com. Facebook us, facebook.com slash homeschooling IRL. And of course, we love to live in the world of Twitter, um, and that's at homeschoolirl. Uh, if you'd like to uh, learn more about this topic uh, from Kendra specifically, um, you can tweet to her at Kendra E. Fletcher or go on over to her website and blog. It's preschoolersandpeace.com. If you want to ask me questions, it's at the Mango Times on Twitter. Uh, But I'm going to refer you over to Kendra. so that I'll just try and save that step for you. You don't actually have to do that. But you can follow me there (laughs) where you'll see wonderful pictures of all of Kendra's good food, fresh fruit off the trees, and lovely dogs. Um, Before we head to next week's topic, and I know everybody's waiting to hear what that's going to be. Um, People have been going over to iTunes and leaving reviews. There have been a lot that have come in lately, and they've just been super positive. Uh, We've had a couple listeners that have just said, I am a binge listener. Uh, The stuff you are saying matters. And I thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We're very, very appreciative that the stuff we say reaches as many as it does because of uh, continued reviews on iTunes. All right. So, Kendra? I was going to ask you what's coming up next week, but better than that, what do we have coming down the pipeline?
0: Fletch, it's exciting because we have got shows lined up all the way through October.
1: Wow. And in real time, that's a six-month lead right
0: now. Yeah, we're doing great. So we're going to be talking about kids who don't want to go to college and what that looks like for young adults who decide to go a different route. We're talking about freedom in Christ and in particular how that how that plays itself out in life with a family and what that looks like. We're going to talk about a disillusioned parent Um, Homeschooling preschoolers What's the deal with charter schools? That's a big one That's
1: going to light some fires And we have people on both sides of that topic that want to be guests already. They've told us that.
0: Yeah. We're going to talk about homeschooling and adoption, grandparents who homeschool. We're talking with, um, black home educators again, classroom teachers who homeschool their kids. We're going to talk about getting back to school. I mean, we've just got so much.
1: So a great summer and a great fall lineup and guys stick in here with us. We have great shows. If you have ideas or suggestions of topics, even ones we've already talked about. We had someone a couple weeks ago said, hey, you know, you've talked about kids and sex. You need to talk about adults and sex. Uh, There are a lot of parents who don't know what end is up when it comes to talking to their kids. So there's a lot of old topics we're going to revisit. Thank you for being a great listening audience for us, and we will be back next week.
0: been listening to the homeschooling in real life podcast everything on this podcast was written and produced by andy and kendra fletcher for more information or if you'd like to contact your
1: hosts please visit them on homeschoolingirl.com.